Hello friends today we are going to discuss the very important stuff that is sanskrit we know this rich culture of india and for this today i have the important guest he runs the insta page named simplified sanskrit so we are in, i'm inviting him and explain more about his page and then we will discuss the important stuff about this so ashish yeah uh yeah actually i was into scriptures of sanatan dharma from my school age but mm-hmm. at that time i used to read translations only and when i started learning and knowing sanskrit i got to know that no translation in any language can cover even half the beauty of words and meanings that each sanskrit uh, uh, word or slok holds Okay and, can you explain uh, uh, can you explain transmission in more detail if for our listeners uh, yeah uh, during that time i wanted to spread uh, during this time also that i wanted to spread what i learned to more and more people at least familiarize the general public with our scriptures like uh, uh, what sanskrit is and what knowledge it holds and that was the core reason behind starting sanskrit simplified page and what made me doing this podcast and that what i learned in past few years is that uh, i was intrigued from sanskrit not just as a language like uh, it's a way of explaining and a way of life we can see and the beauty of its compound words yeah. and how much knowledge each word holds mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there are many genuine sources from where i learned sanskrit and i'm still learning like the sanskrit channel sanskrit today and more so yes there will be some references also in these courses and uh, i also recommend that uh, we should uh, like whoever is listening should not uh, listen to this podcast as a lecture kind of uh, you should listen it like conversation like we have with some friends yeah exactly so yeah. so ashish i will continue to ask you like from the first question that is how this language is this uh, i think i have read somewhere there is uh, sanskrit is referred as god's language so how this language came into existence and is really sanskrit the first language yeah regarding that first of all if we go with wikipedia then sanskrit originated as vedic sanskrit in 1500 to 600 bc i guess mm-hmm. and written mostly in devanagari script there are some other scripts also but mostly devanagari script. and there are so much data on internet also regarding how sanskrit originated from where it is originated uh, you can get it from internet but uh, let me tell you an interesting story about okay. how sanskrit originated which i heard somewhere on youtube i guess uh, we know that sanskrit scriptures or any word tries to explain things in stories or poems or songs so that even the most difficult of knowledge can be understood and learned in a better way right yeah So this is a story that uh, the alphabet of Sanskrit originated from the striking of uh, Lord Shiva's damri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes like that. Uh, uh, there was a sage, one of the ancient sages com- who compiled Sanskrit grammar, Maharshi Pani. Uh, yeah. He narrates that once upon a time, Saptrishi, who are the very first devotees and disciples of Lord Shiva, uh, they visited Kailash. and lord shiva enlightened them by performing his cosmic dance and at the end of it he struck his dambu 14 times 
creating a series of 14 rounds with uh, which are known as uh, maheshwar sutra and they won the very maheshwar sutra yeah okay yeah and they won the very basis of sanskrit alphabet can you explain maheshwar sutra in more like in deep yeah maheshwar sutra they like uh, they are some rules like uh, when we learn english grammar there are some rules when to use which tense and what word what suffix prefix will come before which uh, word and all yeah. so they, these are also like uh, grammatical rules of uh, sanskrit and they are so many i uh, like i haven't read them but they are so many they are at an uh, advanced level yeah and so uh, yeah. yeah so it's basically means the like sutra we can say it's formula and as you saying yeah. the grammar so it's a grammatical mm-hmm. formula to learn the sanskrit in like easy and profound way yeah uh, yeah we can say that like easy and profound way but uh, sutras are referred Uh, more when we learn uh, when we go into depth like for the beginners uh, sutras are not uh, taught in the way they are written okay uh, so and most people and many intellectuals argue about the origin of sanskrit and most importantly most importantly is it the first language or not so for this uh, i would like to say that instead of focusing our reserved energy on arguing We should spend our energy in learning important lessons from Sanskrit and Hindu scriptures. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, as you mentioned, the important lessons. So, it brings me to my second question. That is, what is the importance of this language actually? How is it related now, even now? Hmm. Yeah, the uh, languages are means of communication. We know. So, if any language fulfills this, it is used by common public. but the thing with the sanskrit is that it is way beyond that sanskrit does not emerge from or mere communication it is not a made up language it is the language of existence itself like its alphabet focuses on sounds and vibrations mm. uh, for example we can say that every word every person can interpret interpret a word in its own way right but the sound or vibration behind the sanskrit word and alphabet are which that makes it special so like uh, alphabets are actually uh, sounds of nature and sounds of ourselves they are not any man made sound like we learn a is called a then b c in english we learn first how to pronounce them like uh, in in english uh, uh, there was a there is so much that dot is got uh, and uh, things like that there are different pronunciation of different words but in sanskrit each word hold Uh, its own sound. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the sound of each alphabet of Sanskrit is also fixed and precise since the very beginning. Mm. And it is the natural outcome of human physiology. I once saw a video uh, in which uh, uh, the person explained that how the different sounds R, E, E originated from different parts of our uh, like mouth and vocal cord and lips. so it's not man made sound it human physiology they are never changed altered or modified uh, like uh, all the words in sanskrit language uh, had the same pronunciation as they have today there is no sound shift yeah wow yeah it's a perfect language this is one thing then one more misconception many people have is that sanskrit is about hinduism 
it is about religion it is not about religion uh, it uh, it contains complete the language and it contains very vast variety of topics like uh, there is uh, uh, in chemistry there was a book uh, rasratnakar which is written in chemistry yeah. and in medicine itself there is sarakshanita susupanita and there is natya shastra artya shastra there are so many more like it is just for religion yeah definitely and, uh, yeah and in sanskrit language uh, one more interesting thing i just remember that there are many words for a particular thing uh, in english we say that uh, a particular word has some synonyms you can say like two synonyms three four five it's not there are like uh, so many for example uh, in uh, english we use the word love sanskrit has about 96 words explaining different types of love yeah and the same particular... thing, yeah the same thing i heard for the elef- the word elephant almost yeah, the same. Yeah. in 96 or 97 there is for in english everything is like just elephant just the word elephant and uh, in sanskrit there is like some pinak sti and the mm. many 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 so we just be trying to be like how deep and how constructive and this language is so it's sometimes hard to believe that it's first but as you said uh, what doesn't matter like it doesn't matter that it's first or last whatever but it explains so much that in a like in a very precise way someone can understand the whole story we think yeah uh, in like each word explain and describe the particular thing in the context which is used yeah for example in whichever context like uh, context like you said in english there is elephant but uh, when we explain uh, things in sanskrit uh, there is a different word when you when we use uh, a particular thing or when you describe a particular thing in uh, a particular context yeah so as you mentioned like uh, these are just sound and reverberation so from this i remembered an incident where sadguru was in his giving lecture and like performing his art uh, he said that once a foreign lady came to his like in ashram and said like uh, what is uh, some pa- parents or someone said his vocal mm-hmm. cord is not working properly so he said that Are, did you chanted the, some mantras or like gayatri mantra some so they said no she doesn't know the, she listens but she doesn't know this so mm-hmm. okay so sadguru said okay uh, wait here for 2 3 days we will like examine you and say uh, what you did and we will tell you how you can cure this then he again after 2 3 days did you chanted did you chanted she kept uh, saying no and like she nodded no no i didn't i didn't so <clears throat> after two three days like he said uh, she said yeah man she used to chant but uh, in traffic or some so as you said the sound vibration due to we know that the foreign accent to the sanskrit word is like going to be hell so for these not perfect sound damaged her whole vocal and to recover yeah. from it, it took almost 4 to 5 years and even now it's not perfect it's 95% oh. yeah so it's can damage if it's not in proper way yeah and this is the concept about mantras 
yeah so this brings to my like uh, question which is which is how sanskrit can affect our body mind and brain what do you think of this yeah uh we can think uh, it like in two aspects first like scientifically and then i can explain what it did it did for me like yeah, yeah. yeah okay go ahead uh, in yeah in time we if we see it scientifically uh, i researched it on internet and youtube like uh, few years back when i started learning mantras and when i started learning sanskrit itself uh, like uh, with dedication so i got so many facts and studies one of them which is uh, known as the sanskrit effect some yeah. scientists neuroscientists find this term which explains that uh, memorizing and reciting vedic chants and mantras increases the size of brain regions or we can say increases the activity of some particular regions which yeah. are associated with the cognitive functions such as memory and thinking so they compare the normal volunteers with the pundits and compared their brain scan mri yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, i i will explain brief uh, about what our brain is like we have two parts in our brain and spinal cord which are gray matter and white matter if i uh, try to explain in layman terms we can understand it in a way that uh, the areas in gray matter are involved in muscle control uh, perception memory emotions and decision making yeah. uh, what are the areas of white matter they carry signals to the gray matter mostly and there is a small organ named the hippocampus which is uh, located in center of the brain and it registered and regulates emotions associated with memory yeah. and recall so what neuroscientists did about that they analyzed and they found that the brain regions of pundits uh, and control volunteers have some remarkable difference in between them like the gray matter was thicker or uh, cortex was thicker and the hippocampus was more pronounced so with matlab one more thing that uh, we should know that it's not just up to some religion or a particular scripture like they used mantras of course but uh, it is related to sounds and vibrations yeah. which are the basis of sanskrit alphabet uh, we can see similar changes in uh, some monks and other people who did uh, like some visual or special uh, training for memory and all and this is not some pseudo science uh, like i am just blabbering i read the research paper myself and being in a medical college i know for sure that facts are that were true this was the scientific basis and uh, what i experienced on a personal personal level is that after reciting some mantras or just some words in sanskrit amazed me like it gave me goosebumps mostly like how beautiful rich this language is it helped me during difficult times also and has been me learning and memorizing my medical uh, my, my medical syllabus yeah just wow so much interesting this languages so uh, uh, reading sanskrit and if you uh, utter the words just sanskrit people directly related to some mantra or some like uh, if you do some magic like uh, havan and these things just they relate directly so can you explain me how this mantra came into existence and how they can help us yeah uh like mantra is basically a sound which can be a syllable word or word which gives results on multiple repetitions i said results it may be positive or negative uh, uh, why can it be negative uh, just like you gave an example 
if we repeat it wrong at multiple times it gives negative results yeah by attracting words in consciousness and by reciting mantras we are somehow manipulating energies uh, around us and more importantly inside us that's why it is also recommended that one should learn it is recommended that one should learn correct pronunciation of a mantra before reciting it regularly because mm. it may impact negatively also yeah so like if uh, we know that uh, sanskrit is rich and sanskrit is like profound and foreigners and doctors uh, all these are researching on this and uh, taking and giving the ex- like extremely beneficial results so why india is not trying to promote or like the promotion level is very low so what do you think on this yeah you are right actually this would be more true a few years back but now indians are more aware about it like i seen people around myself which are interested in it they ask me like uh, where did you learn that uh, what is this and what is that lot of people channel the direction uh, and regarding a systematic approach when the school curriculum i will say that the school curriculum is not perfect Uh, like uh, the way they are teaching is not perfect what our education system is wants is that we should mother not understand even i sometimes wonder that in my uh, 10th class i could have learned something way more better if yeah, uh, i yeah. found uh, a correct method or methodology but at that time it was just a language that i had to mug up and clear my exam it's yeah. changing slightly but there is a long journey ahead so said that we are on the work like yes we are doing like or everybody is doing individually like i am recording this podcast to promote sanskrit language you are doing an amazing work and many youtubers so but this collective effort i don't think so it will be make greater impact unless the government or some higher bodies like uh, like simple government take some actions so what do you think if uh, the we run again the gurukuls i know gurukul exists even now but how we can like uh, from government perspective if we can legalize and uh, legalize in the sense in promote more gurukuls so uh, yeah, actually with this yeah. uh, enhance more yeah like gurukul system was so awesome it does not teach you just a uh, book and just some scriptures it uh, builds your personality like we know that uh, personality yeah, yeah. development yeah. occurs around uh, till our 14 to 15 years age so mm-hmm. it focused on that the gurukul education system was designed in such a way that it makes you humble it makes you uh, capable in doing like everyday uh, chores and uh, many more things apart from the uh, education it gives you knowledge so yeah. there are uh, some people working like uh, i know a person in rajasthan uh, kota uh, who is working with uh, some government official in reviving and making a school system based on the gurukul system so yeah it's working it's a good thing wow just wow so like uh knowing like 
this podcast we will record like this much only but uh, i want to know the final question my is what we can do on an individual level suppose i don't know any bit of sanskrit so how i can do what i can do for sanskrit to, uh, to preserve it right yeah the first thing and the most important thing we can do is learn it and spread what we learn and believe me when you start learning sanskrit you will enjoy the process you will be amazed and sanskrit looks so complex and there are so many rules and all and now many will ask how can an absolute beginner learn it in the right way so yeah. at starting level let's say beginner's level like what i am also right this is not so complex in fact easy and much interesting and in advanced level yes of course complexity rises but uh, what i heard from many people who are learning at the great depths of sanskrit and different sutras of grammar that it is more enjoyable more interesting i don't know it yet as i am nowhere near advanced level but i can relate for example i have a medical background so when i learn about some disease or some normal mechanism of human body it's interesting and when i read it in depth i get to know why this particular thing happens why heart beat beat in a particular rhythm how it generates that rhythm how it synchronizes with other mechanisms so it gets complex and complex but uh yeah enjoyment also increases i like uh, learning it so i guess in advanced level also people who are learning sanskrit are enjoying it more than i do and all those who are wondering of where they can learn sanskrit there are some awesome youtube channels like uh, the sanskrit channel sanskrit today by ashok sanskrit acharya official and many others also i learned from them and still learning most things from these channels and some of my books also and you can find some life changing and relatable sanskrit blogs also from different sectors uh, with english and hindi translation along with an explanation like how can we apply this in today's world at uh, uh, the instagram page sanskrit simplified yeah yeah so guys uh, we will uh, stop here and like if we talk about sanskrit there is way way more things like we can discuss go on and on and on so it just the first episode we will try to record more and uh, if you know if you want to know anything just dm uh, sanskrit simplified or vipul mishra underscore 5399 where you feel comfortable so whatever your queries are just put there and uh, or wait for until next next podcast so we'll stop here and please consider us as learners we are learners here we are not absolute expert or whatever we claim so so please understand that we are trying to promote and you try to learn and do uh, please check the facts like we don't uh, said many facts here we just talk about experience what we experience from learnings to the processes so please go through this okay so see you all in the next podcast thank you very much thank you ashish thank you.